You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Batuta Advocate Podcast. My name is Wendell Hussey. And I'm Effie Bateman. And we are sweating it up in the Desert Rock FM studios. Now, today on the podcast, we're speaking to a guest who is a popular Australian comedian. She's a presenter. She's recently released her full stand-up comedy special. Yep, and you can find that live on YouTube called Bipolar Baby. Now, we recorded this just before Christmas at the end of the year there, given everyone's commitments. So there might be some data references in there, but generally it's pretty good to go. Beck Charlwood, how are you? Sweaty baby, but absolutely pleased to be here. Love that. Now, how has the press run been? Um, doing lots of talking over the last couple of weeks, I believe. So much talking. Just abs- never shutting the hell up. But thank God I uh, chose this profession because I love to talk about myself. So it's it's been great. Well, you are a comedian. <laughs> Comedians do tend to like to do that. How has the reception been to the special Bipolar Baby? It's been awesome. It's been uh, – no one – I haven't gotten any, like, crazy negative comments. Like, no one has been like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Fuck you. Kill yourself. None of that. And That's I get great. a lot of those comments on TikTok. Turns out on YouTube, <laughs> not doesn't exist. TikTok is nasty. Like, it's oh, And they're very creative with how mm. nasty they are. But I was also reading your YouTube comments, and you've got a lot of uh, male fans yeah, I got some suitors. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Beck stands out there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people commenting on my appearance, in, but in all of them very respectful. Yeah. I copy and pasted this one because I thought it was really cute. You're way, capital way, too pretty to be this funny. Like, seriously, what's wrong with you? There's got to be something, <laughs> but I'm not seeing it. And somebody's commented... Have you watched the show? (laughs) (laughs) I saw that made me cackle. Yeah. (laughs) Did you reach out to that guy and make contact? The classic um, girls can't be funny, particularly hot girls can't be funny. Um, Did you reach out to that young man who obviously would be very well adjusted? Yeah. I mean, it did tell me, I was like, did you watch it with the sound on? Like, it doesn't pose the question. It's like, does anyone listen to women anymore? (laughs) Or ever, you know? Oh, there's some good ones out. There. But so as long you, as you got the view count up. And comments equal engagement. What are some of the yeah. feral ones you get on TikTok? Oh, my God. Women aren't funny. Yeah. Oh, that's the classic. That's the, the go-to. Yeah. It doesn't bother me anymore because every time you click on a profile, it's never anyone cool. It's no. never like, oh, no, Billie Eilish. Fuck. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Chance the Rapper set up women aren't funny. It's always like a dude who has his pit bull... As I a was picture. literally about to say yeah. a pitbull, yes. Mm, yeah. Or a Nissan Pulsar. I'm like, yeah. I don't care what a Nissan Pulsar has to say, sorry. <laughs> or it's potentially the archetype of like still living at home, gamer, mum makes meals for him, yeah. has strong yeah. opinions on women in comedy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though his mother is the only woman he probably has been in physical contact with ever <laughs> in his life. 100%. I, but it's gotten to a point now where I have a system because what will happen is it'll start and then mm. – 20 dudes will comment the same thing. What I'll do is I'll just find one and I'll pin it as the top comment Mm. so they all know that, don't worry, boys, the job's been taken care of by this brave soldier. This guy's already got it. (laughs) And um, 
Look, I guess it's, it is entertaining in a way. Does it get you down or are you one of those people that's like, ah, fuck, I couldn't be bothered. I just no, no, it doesn't scroll on. bother me. At all. Again, it's no one important. It's mm. yeah, exactly. never anyone important. Yeah. If like, I don't know, if like Sandra Bullock was like, I hate this, I would maybe look inward because I adore her. Mm. Mm. But otherwise, I don't, I don't care. And you can't, originally I did at the start, but then I just realised, I was like, oh, this is going to be the road forever. And it doesn't matter because the clip will have like 100,000 likes. Mm. And people will be like, this is so funny, this is great. And someone will be like, actually, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> you're like, actually, yeah. a large <laughs> amount of saliva moving around the, yeah. around the mouth, actually. Yeah. Is it mostly to do with like basically being a female comedian? Obviously, this this special discusses some pretty hectic things, right? It discusses your diagnosis. Were there any kind of like angry comments along those lines? Or like, did anyone go for you for that? Or the way you discuss it or anything like that? On Not on YouTube. Not on it's YouTube. been lovely. On TikTok, I uh, have a little video that went off pretty hard. And people to the... I posted it over a year ago. To this day, people are still arguing in the comments. Wow. But it's gone to a point where there's so many comments on it, I can't even like go through them to find where the arguments yeah. are and who's mm. saying what. And is there like involved. a few different arguments or is it like a general argument that they're going back and forth on? Oh, heaps. Of, one is like, uh, this isn't bipolar. This is just being crazy. And you're like, I would love if that was the case, but I went to a doctor and he said mm. <laughs> that it is. Or people being like, this is so me, lol. And then other people being like, well, if this is you, get help. And they're like... <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of like the message of the yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's never any. It's never an argument. Like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. You're like, were you watching? Shut up. <laughs> so, are you part of the whole um, people self-diagnosing on TikTok thing? Is do you think your video has uh, added to that? Ah, uh, yes, unfortunately. Yeah. And is it on bipolar talk? <laughs> I th- I think it might be. Yeah. I mean, I I totally don't think you should self-diagnose. I want to mm. put that out there loud and clear. But I think TikTok and mental health uh, talk is helpful for to set people on a path towards an actual diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Because yeah. for ages I was like, I don't know what the f- is wrong with me. I can't hold down a job. I can't hold down a relationship. I'm a terrible friend. Everyone's mad at me all the time and I just cannot get it together. Mm. And then when I got diagnosed, everything just everything became easier and everything made so much sense. Yeah, that would have been a relief. Mm. Hugely. And not to want to spoil the uh, the special, <laughs> you went for an ADHD diagnosis, and then the and then you were diagnosed with bipolar. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went in there for just something chill, something cool, and came out just flaming full of mental illness. Turns yeah. out that you would have walked out of the room pretty rattled, I imagine, after that. Yeah, I was I was pissed off to be honest. Mm. I was like, this isn't fun. Like, this isn't bi- bipolar. Isn't one of the fun, cute ones. I would like a little bit of depression, you know. Yeah. That's that's a fun. <laughs> you just that's came here fun. for some Ritalin, and then you all know? of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're telling me I got to go on antipsychotics mm. that you can't sell that at parties. People don't like. No, I'm that. not going to make money from this. Yes, yeah. no one wants Seroquel. It's sleepy and it makes you gain weight. Yuck! <laughs> this is not. That's the opposite of what people want at parties. <laughs> Definitely not a party drug. Mm. How was the decision to? decide to make that the focus of the special? Mm. 
oh, it was the only interesting thing going on in my life. <laughs> Once I got diagnosed, like all of like the party stories and everything, like crazy, like dating stories all fizzled out because I got my life in order and I got like a sensible job and a good relationship and started being like a nice person. So all of a sudden I didn't have any big crazy stories to talk about other than this. Yeah. <laughs> my whole life became about like managing my mental illness and it just it became all-consuming, so it's all I had to write about, really. And after it happened as well, I was like, one day I need to talk about this because it's just <laughs> insane. It's good content. <laughs> Do you ever miss the mania? Oh, all the time. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's <laughs> sick. Feel like, I mean, we've like, I'm. you don't have to confess to this, but I'm sure you guys have, would have done recreational drugs perhaps around the MDMA Mark, I'm not confirming My whether to this podcast. They're, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're both shaking their heads, looking very ashamed at me. For anyone, particularly if Wendell's mum is listening, um, well, if you are out there and you have, it's a great feeling. But imagine that lasts for just days on end, and yeah. there is a level of arrogance to it, yeah. and like, because often if you take like MDMA or something, you get like really lovey-dovey, like, oh my God, you I love the people. You want to kiss everyone and tell you. them how great they are. Instead, mm. you're like, you feel like you're a god. Anything I wish to be true will become true. And I have the power to do anything. I have power over other people and feeling like nothing can or ever will go wrong. Surely a lot of successful or celebrities, especially, I mean, you mentioned it in your show, Kanye West. Yes. To have, but that's a lot of like, to have that self-belief, Probably would be very helpful. I think it's great. I think mm. it's helped me definitely. It's what got me into stand-up is mm. looking at comedy and being like, that looks easy as hell. <laughs> I should get up right now while yes. they're performing. Yeah. Grab the mic. Yeah. yeah. Which is in a manic episode, uh, the guy I was dating was like, it's my dream to be a stand-up comedian. And I was like, what it's are my we dream now. <laughs> doing? We need to go out tonight. We need to make it happen. So we rocked up to an open mic. And he's in the hall. I was like, no, no, no. Like, this isn't how I wanted to do it. And I'm like, you need to let this guy on stage. He's got a dream. And they're like, well, you have to – you can't just go up. You have to, like, sign up and come back next week. And we're like, okay. Went back the next week. And he went up and he did great. Ooh. I went up bombed, bombed so hard and it rattled me out of the manic. <laughs> and so much so I was like, that's an awful feeling. I need to get good at this. Mm. I need to, like, I need to know that this feels good because it looks so fun. Yeah. I'm impressed you guys went back a week later. I could have yeah. seen that as just like, <laughs> oh, well, we can't oh, do it today. Yeah, we'll move on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Has he uh, pursued a career in comedy? Is he? No, he did no. two gigs and now he, I think, works in banking, lives in Queensland and has a oh, wow. three by two display home in some suburb Ooh, with a lovely. wife and dog. Sunny yeah. Coast, are we talking? Or Goldie? No, or? I think uh, I think Townsville even. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Lovely. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's worked out for you because you are now a career comedian, can we say? Yeah, it's my job now. Yeah, it's your job. Yeah, Which is great. This started, it's so different because at the start of this year, like I was on Centrelink and like the poorest I've ever been my whole life. Like having to zip pay my groceries. Oh, wow. Shout out to zip pay. <laughs> Available <laughs> for Colson Woolworths delivery. So cool. Not dystopian at all. Um, and now like... It's yeah, it's Holy my full time job. And yeah. what was the turning point? You reckon? I think it was like a hard talking to to myself of being like, if you want this to work, you have to treat it like a full time job. Mm. It's not just booking a couple of gigs, fucking around all day, 
and then showing up. He's like, you have to put in work to get like writing jobs and podcast stuff, have to put effort into that and clips and like really build your own, act as your own manager and your own opportunities. Mm. And then everything started like gaining speed. I want to talk about that traction, but just quickly, I believe you worked for a company that designed self-serve checkout machines. I did, I did. Surely you could have used the inside knowledge there to go in and just just peel off with some rump steak and vegetables for brown onion prices. You'd be surprised. It's The easiest way to steal is just weighing something different. Like yeah. I, there's no code that I could have done like to find – I definitely thought about it. I mean, working as like a factory worker on like minimum wage, I was like, how can I make this? <laughs> but they're pretty indestructible from like code-wise. Mm. How would you, did you have a background in any of that sort of stuff working? No, <laughs> no. no. I, w- I went to an employment agency because my resume was so shit. No one would hire me. I've had, I think I've had like 32 jobs. 32? It's too many. It's simply That's too very many. impressive. But yeah. I think that, that would help you as a comedian. You have so much, you know, inside knowledge oh, of yeah. various industries. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I worked at Ikea for a long time, so like... Getting, I can get through an Ikea Lovely so lunches quickly. at Ikea, right? Great lunches. Yeah. Don't eat the meatballs two days in a row, though. It will give you the runs. Um, really? That is some insider knowledge that in everyone probably Or did you just knew? get a bad batch? Because I feel like I'll be doing five days a week meatballs. That's because well, at Ikea, this is, okay. So Swedish fun, meatballs, right? Swedish meatballs. At Ikea, because you know how they have the restaurant where the people eat. Yeah. On the other side of the wall, they have a miniature restaurant where all the staff eat. Really? Yeah, yeah, and you get like a hella cheap lunches. So you can yeah. get like 12 meatballs for like a couple of bucks. Because they're and pretty cheap delicious. already. I know that they, uh, my grandparents love nothing more than doing, it's like 4 or $5 breakfast and you get eggs, bacon, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because they make a loss on that. Sorry, I'm getting really into my nerd <laughs> shit with Ikea is the reason they make the food so cheap is because it's like a huge selling point mm. and it gets people into the store and then they inevitably end up spending money. So yeah. Same anyway. with the Bunnings sausage sizzle thing. They don't make a yeah. dollar for it. It's all charities that come and do the sausage sizzle, but people go there for the sausage and then all of a sudden they walk out with some $400 Ryobi drill or you know a new lawnmower, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Back into their basically going full-time into comedy. Mm. What does that look like? Is that is is a mixture of writing, gigs, podcasting, the J's, etc. How does it? How does a, like an average kind of week look for you? Um, so I'll uh, usually do one shift at Triple J, uh, who's a trivia night, yep. which covers me rent. Uh, music trivia, public house, Peter Show every Wednesday. Come through, and then I'll host a couple of gigs throughout the week. And then either do like uh, a writing thing or like so occasionally you'll get like some sponsored content, which gives you like nice, yeah, a yeah. nice little chunk of money. A corporate occasionally, they're really what help like bridge the grab, grabs, yeah. the grabs, grabs, <laughs> the gaps. So, like, usually throughout the week, you I don't make too much money from actual stand up, it's like stand up adjacent mm. things, mm. and then occasionally once a month. Once every two months you get a corporate and then you're like, oh, my God, okay, I'm going to be able to go to the doctors. That's awesome. How do you, how do you like, create comedy for corporates? Like, how do, how do you – do they give you dot points of things to talk about? Are you joking about the boss? Like, how does oh, how does it work? It's different for every corporate because it's, everyone has a different idea of what they think stand-up is because mm. a lot of people just watch it and have never seen it live. So they'll be like, hey, we're having a luncheon in a meeting room and in my head – I'm imagining you're going to come and do 20 minutes of stand-up. It's going to bring the vibe up. 
It's going to be the middle of the day, fluorescent lights. And no one wants to be there, but I'm sure it will be awesome. And then <laughs> you have to try talk them into giving you just like a microphone to make it more bearable. And then most of the time they are pretty disappointed <laughs> with the product, but you have their money and that's, and that's that what matters. matters. <laughs> <laughs> always often a sizable amount yeah. of money. Um, yeah. I think everyone, you know, sports people, comedians, influencers, there's a lot of love for corporate gigs and a lot of appreciation for oh, corporate yeah. gigs. What's the darkest one you've had? That sounds pretty close to it, standing in a boardroom yeah. in the middle of the day. That's actually directly, that was an International Women's Day gig. Oh. Where it was, yeah, in the lunchroom of a office. And it was me and one other comedian. And then uh, someone from the Liberal government did a speech. And then a woman who worked for a domestic violence charity did a talk. And they're like, and now it's time for stand-up <laughs> comedy. And every, by the way, everyone was standing. No one was sitting. They, Ooh. yeah, and they gave us a microphone. It didn't work, but we all just held it because otherwise you'd feel insane, like just try giving a tent <laughs> in the office, just telling talking. a long story about like how you got your ass eaten and you're like, this is not Did you vibe. really? Was that the, the, the bin? Yeah. The bin story? The bins? <laughs> I told the bin story. Because <laughs> they were like, we love that. We really want to hear about the mental health stuff. I was like, I think you want to hear about fun mental health. I don't think you want to hear about the mental health yeah. shit because a lot of it's grim, dude. That sounds like a tough one. That's an interesting mix of speakers to get mm. up there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fun times. I, tell you, I did have a great run of corporates for a, I won't say what fast food company, but I'm loving the money that they gave me. Yeah. Yes. And that was fun. I just got to, like, uh, MC. Were they offering you prices. up food and stuff? Were they no, like... they didn't give about yeah. any, which I was what? surprised about. Yeah, but I guess it was all like for their workers. So yeah, so you go in a head office, and their head office isn't going to be eating. Yeah, the they'll... stuff that they're serving in their their uh, restaurants. Yeah, which they're I'm like we get this set underneath all the day, arches. every day. Yeah, lovely. A few shifts at the Jays over the Chrissy break for you. Mm. You'll be hustling away. I'll be covering weekend breakfast. Yep. I'm uh, very excited. I've got a show that I'm going to do called uh, Australian Comedians Have Other Talents, where Ooh. I get my friends on who are comedians that have other talents, mostly just musical, and nice. make them verse each other <laughs> and get the text line to vote. Do you guys have any awful talents? I was about talents? to ask you if you had any. Nah, I'm very untalented. I'm just a random kind of suburban kid from here in Batuta. I'm like, okay, it's Do you play an you instrument know. at all? No. Can you sing? Can you sing? No way. Is there a karaoke <laughs> song even that you're like, I do nail this? No, I don't even no. know karaoke songs. Not I, even I Lips of an Angel by Hinder. Yeah, Everyone can, can nail Lips of an Angel. Back. Um, this is how you remind me. You know what? <laughs> I had an argument the other day. Nickelback is a good band. I think I they're agree a good with band. This. They get a bad They rap. didn't deserve the shit they got. Mm. No. They're a good band. No, but it's it's that pop culture thing, you know, where people like to pile on and it becomes a fun joke to be a part of. But That's I agree true. with you. They're not mm. they're not as bad as everybody makes them out mm. to be, you know. Talent, talent, talent. Um, I used to be able to neigh like a horse really well because I was a horse girl. What? 
I, Could you I, I, give it a what? go? Come on. I instantly please. regretted saying, okay, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, you just, I, I, I'm <laughs> very impressed you said that on the microphone. As soon as that sentence came out, I was like, shit. So are you okay. going to nay? Because right, you've got different, you've got like the whinny, you've mm-hmm. got the snort, the nay. I think there's. <laughs> this is awesome. Please, Wendell's dying. Awesome. Please, give okay, us the wait, whinny, like, the snort. Wait, like. <laughs> that's really that was, good. Okay, <laughs> no, the whinny's more like. <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah! no, I don't know what that was. Those that was are a, that all. Was a no, I know the sounds. I know the sound. You it's before they go like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Are you, I used to be. Do you really want to come on Australian comedians have other talents? <laughs> yeah. make horse noises. Do you ever get into hobby horsing? I did. I had a unicorn one, and I had a brown one. So the unicorn one, it had you pressed its um ear, and it went. Clock, 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 clock. And we're getting a cacophony of horse sounds. There are so many, there's so many. But I I kept that shit up until I was 14, and that's too old. (laughs) Yeah, that's a couple of years too old. I was running around the oval, jumping over things. At school. At school. At fucking school. How long was your hair? Did you have like like waist length hair? I did have pretty long hair, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it went too. F- it went too long. That's great. Yeah, I'm proud thing. that you were so proud to be you. Yeah, you, you were know in what? high school I... being like, you know what? This is what fuck I like. It. Yeah. I've only this year have I finally adopted the attitude of like, fuck, it's what I like. Yeah. You know. You know what? Everyone's unique. Everyone's got their own interests. I love that for you, um, Effie. <laughs> thanks to you, I'm this yeah. close to getting into fan fiction. Um, honestly, it's gonna happen. What sort of fan fiction are we thinking? <sighs> I saw the new Hunger Games movie. And yes. I longed for more. And I know that the internet has He's a hottie. More. He's a hottie, but he's dangerous. He's scary. He's and scary. he's got the, the white blonde hair. Yes, like the devil. Yes. <laughs> Who is he? Who's the new Hunger Games guy? He's the young Snow, I believe. Yes. Right? I know someone who's into the, the Harry Potter fan fiction. And I just can't. Is it you, Wendell? Yes. I was looking at Wendell. <laughs> a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction um, on the side. Yeah. So all fan fiction is uh, erotic of sorts. Is that the case? Or can there be just like random fan fiction that is not to do with? Oh, no. You can have normal ones. Okay. But obviously the ones that get talked about a lot is the erotic ones. The and Fifty ones. Shades of Grey is a Twilight fan fiction. Yes. Which is one of my favorite. Favorite facts to tell? Do you? Yeah. I surely we. How, I told you about the um, 9-11 to Fifty Shades of Grey pipeline. Do you know about this one? No, now? but I, I think I've heard about yeah, this. I think yeah. I need to know now. So, nine eleven happens. Awful yep. tragedy. Yep. Gerard Way is working yeah. as I think a comic book artist or in computers. Something that he is like. This is not it. Yep. He sees how tragic it is. He realizes life is short. I can't be doing things that I don't like. He starts My Chemical Romance, okay, to deal with the dark feelings, express yeah. himself, follow his dreams. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Meyer listens to My Chemical Romance, is inspired by the dark themes. Big fan. It inspires her to write the novel Twilight, right? Mm-hmm. Twilight, huge, massive, massive success. Yeah. Uh, online. Oh, what is it? Um, E.L. James. James. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Watches Twilight is so moved by it, starts making fan fiction called Fifty Shades of Grey, which become the Fifty Shades of Grey series. And that's how 9-11 inspired Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my God. So 9-11 did Fifty Shades of Grey. Osama Bin Laden. 
<laughs> Osama Bin Laden did 9-11 and 9-11 did oh 50 God. Shades of Grey. An had, equal atrocity. I had a lot to answer for, didn't you? There you go. That's a very interesting fact. Yeah. You love a fact, don't you? I believe in your show you've got a few love, facts. I love a fact. And Effie loves facts. Effie also they, loves a fact. They all facts. tend to be. You feature in the special saying a fact. <laughs> and you, we before we started recording, you didn't realise that it was your voice. No, I, I had had many Proseccos mm. at that point. You know pigeons are the only birds that drink like us? They actually <gasps> suck water. How else do birds? They just like... Ugh. They like lap and then sorry, it just falls. Sorry, the most yeah, that was a graphic thing. They they um they lap it up and then like they get their tongue out right and they go like they got little like bird leather tongues. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but pigeons are the only ones that. So you could give a pigeon a straw. <gasps> Potentially. Oh my god, um, that's how you charity straws for a pigeons. I hope. <laughs> or, a, or a steel straw, not a plastic straw. Yeah. Um, be very responsible. Wow, that's a great animal fact. Mm. I love that. I wanted to ask you about the podcast. You used to do yes. a successful podcast, part of the Diamantina Media mm-hmm. Stable, the far-reaching Diamantina Media Stable. How that's recently come to an end. Yes. How has it been transitioning back to being able to watch movies without having to think about them and analyse them for your podcast? And watch movies that you want to watch. Yeah. I thought I would be so relieved after years of watching movies that were prescribed to us that we didn't want to watch and then having to analyze them and everything. Now, the first few weeks, I was like, oh, so I'm going to watch what I watch. And now when I watch something and I want to talk about it, Mm. I have nowhere to talk about it. I like me and Alex will catch up and I'll just will immediately have to have like mini podcasts Mm. because it's just such a great like release for us. And we're so accustomed to just talking about everything we've watched in depth i miss it i miss it you need to get on reddit imdb used to have that section where you could talk shit about a movie and they got rid of it (gasps) so which devastating but now everyone goes to reddit so you watch something and something pisses you off type it in and you can see all these people and it's great and you talk to each other and you they reveal things that you didn't even notice it's it's so much fun. that does sound i love when people like but did you notice this like I have to watch the whole thing again. (laughs) Oh, I just wanted to comment that the divorced dad house is such a thing. Beers and steaks. Yeah. All the way. My dad loved clearance meat. He would go to the shops specifically before they closed on a Saturday because all the meat would go on clearance. And we would always go back to mum's with like stomach bugs just galore. (laughs) Mum was just like, all right, it's... (laughs) So di- Monday is diarrhea time, I guess, in the house. Better stock up. And then he has the, the one toilet paper as well. Oh my god, that's a bad combination. I remember the soap was like almost like a mummified. Like it was mm. like had you know when you've had soap for so long, it starts to get like flakes on the side, and there's like dirt deep trapped. Oh, like in the it. hard soap. Yes. Yeah, my dad has just. Oh, dad's like not the... getting liquid soap. No, it's no. Too expensive. My dad gets, and they end up being like tiny. Yeah. I, do we have the same dad? I think everyone has the same dad <laughs> secretly. Was he okay with the clearance stake? Like, did he have, he built up the constitution to be able to process those um, off meats? Uh, well, my father has never described a bowel movement to me in his entire so life. He was so fine. I would never know. Yeah. I would never. Maybe, perhaps. But if you were in the cubicle with him at work, you might know otherwise. <laughs> but generally. As a child, no, we had separate bathrooms. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, yeah. maybe You're he had three ply in his bathroom. Oh. <gasps> Oh, he could. Yeah, no, that's slander. That's going too far. Yeah. My, father was, my father loves me. <laughs> Terrible at interior decorating, but he loves me. 
Well, Beck, thank you very much for stopping by the podcast. All the best with the uh, with the show. Going gangbusters. We'll keep on rolling. Enjoy the summer, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah.